0: He has his own podcast. <laughs> what is the job? Get my shit together. Welcome to the Getting My Act Together Podcast for Friday, March 24th, 2023. This is the Alfresco podcast. I'm recording this on my front porch because it is for the second day in a row the most beautiful day in the history of womankind. It is unbelievable how nice it is where I live right now. Did I say womankind? Mankind? Her-kind? Her-story. (laughs) I know. It sucks that the... the, I'm not happy that history is told by the victors. Um, Anyway. What am I saying here? Men are not the victors. We're the losers. You know why we're the losers? Because we think we won. And to be honest with you, if we... Here's, here's, You know, I didn't know that I was going to go like this, but here's how it's going to go. Today's a beautiful day. I'm sitting on my porch recording this podcast. There. I'm glad that you're with me. I hope you have a big weekend planned. I'm going to see some crowd members. I'm going to see some beloved old friends. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Sun is shining. The weather is sweet. And I have one dog out here with me, George Banks the dog. I didn't know I was going to start this way, but here's how I'm going to start. I started saying her kind, history kind, man story, whatever it is, history. You know what? And then I went into this, then I thought, men. oh no, Clark's out here too. Men, we have not won because we think we won, right? Does that make sense? (laughs) Here's what I wanted to say though. The other day, you've you've heard me questing for the white space on Wednesday sometime during the day I carved out mid morning a beautiful one whole hour to just work on material that's all I did I didn't have a watch on I didn't have a phone near me I just wrote and I thought and I walked around and and talked into a lot of times comics will walk around and Talk to themselves or talk to a hairbrush as if it were a microphone. I talked into a little Elsa uh, from Elsa from Arendelle from Frozen, a little figurine that my daughter has. Walked around working on some new material, and I have a now a solid joke that uh, I worked out way back, way back on this podcast, and it tongue in cheek makes fun of women. But at the end, I talk about something else and I tr- and it kind of makes fun of like men in the crowd thinking women talk too much, the silly stereotype, and women who laugh at it are secure enough that they recognize it's just a dumb joke. Anyway, I picked up this whole back half of it around... because that's not the truth that women talk too much. So I came to this conclusion. it's not that women talk too much. I mean, sometimes. But (laughs) it's not that women talk too much. It's maybe men don't talk enough. Okay? That's right, ladies. Send me your uh, nudes just because I said that. Maybe men don't talk enough. I don't think I'm exactly groundbreaking in saying that. And then I just started working on this material and, like, thinking... And then I was like, wow, I'm going to try this tonight, Wednesday night. And the joke, the first part of the joke, didn't even go over well enough to get to the second part. So I worked tirelessly on this this new part of the joke. <clears throat> and I didn't. the first part didn't go well enough. I was hosting, so, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot going on. People are sitting down, and they're not super attentive. But I'm going to try it tonight at the Laughing Skull Lounge, 8 and 1030. The idea is... Because, you know, I'm not trying to encourage people to send their undergarments to the podcast. What I'm trying to do is say, maybe women do, for some men and some people, talk above average. (laughs) But also, maybe for some women, some of the time, men do not talk. They talk below average. They don't talk enough. And perhaps we should talk more. So that's where, where I landed on this conclusion that, Men don't talk enough. Men don't talk about real things. And I might not have... Sorry, it doesn't matter if there's an alarm going off. I have I have no obligations until... For, for two more hours. So it gives a shit if there's an alarm going off somewhere. It ain't mine. I'm not sure I would have thought about this. Men, and I'll continue with it. This... This damn bird that's chirping, enjoying the sunshine is (laughs) messing up my flow. If I've not received all this great feedback from you all about the, quote, self-help aspects of the podcast, I'm sure that started as kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing where I found myself saying uh, phrases of affirmation and, I don't know, maybe there are things that unconsciously bubble and boil them underneath my skin and I say them on the podcast and then because I'm not secure enough with myself, I have to mock myself and say, hey, it's a self-help podcast too. But there's no shame in helping yourself, so fuck it if I say it's a self-help. When I'm mocking self-help, like that person who wrote in, I'm mocking that guy who has wispy hair, who has highlights, who's only trying to get rich from you and sell you pamphlets and, and is just spouting some bullshit that he would tell to uh, you know, a person with low self-esteem in a bar. Okay? That's not what I'm doing here. You know that. So fuck that guy. This is a self-help podcast. I own it. I'm secure enough in saying that it's a comedy American, as I'm looking at my neighbor's crisp American flag wave in the wind, American hypocrisy slash history slash appreciation slash comedy podcast. I'm not sure I would have thought about this man-woman thing as I did had I not gotten these nice uh, emails of, of feedback about how the, the self-help stuff works. And somebody else messaged me and said, hey, I like the way you think. Can I buy you lunch? And I was like, hey, I'm married and I don't need any fucking insurance, okay? Um, but I'm like, sure, let's go have lunch. I, <laughs> I have an appetite just like the next gal. I was thinking about this thing with men and women, though. I was thinking about this thing with men and women. And I, not just to get laid, maybe men don't talk enough. Women, I know that you probably feel that sometimes, and I'm guilty of it, I'm sure. I may over for my wife. But I was in, in working on material the other day. Maybe, maybe men don't talk about real things enough because we are scared to be vulnerable. Because we're scared to be vulnerable. And then I said, if men talked more about real issues like our feelings and our emotions and our, our, our own challenges, psychic challenges, I guess like I do on this podcast or encourage you to so I can have some material to riff on for 45 minutes, um, maybe there would be fewer world wars and maybe women probably would have sex with us more and there certainly would be fewer goatees, right? I don't even know what that means, but I think that's true. I think if men talked about their feelings more, there'd be fewer goatees. But instead, we're coming up on Fast and the Furious 10. You know what I mean? That's where we are in men getting in touch with their feelings. <laughs> F10 is coming out. They named it after a truck. And you know what? I've seen eight of them. I've seen eight of them. So The Rock and Vin Diesel and Jason Tatum throwing themselves across Saudi Arabia or Dubai or whatever the fuck that is that's how we that's our emotions those are our ex, our expression and then and then by the way it's like this fake and I love Vin Diesel you know that and I love the Vin Diesel story and you've heard me say that when I first watched Fast and Furious people were like oh my god this guy Vin Diesel he he acts like a uh he has he's all the emotion of, like, a mailbox. But if you watch him compared to, may he rest in power, Paul Walker, Vin Diesel looks like Edward Norton. He! <laughs> Paul Walker was the one who was being acted off. <laughs> Paul Walker was the arm candy in that. Vin Diesel was like Lawrence Olivier in that situation. But the, but the, it's those movies are so uh, saccharine in their treatment of male. Is this put this in your dissertation men studies you meninists it 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 allows men to feel a fake emotionality or to pretend like we're being emotional because what is the the mantra through all 10 of those movies family first and that you just say it and that if you say family first and we got Brian we got to stick together and and uh, letty and whatever uh, his sister's name is, and then the baby, and all that stuff. If you just say family first, that is like, that's a, a man's way, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's, it's, it's a, it lets us off the hook. It's a way of saying, don't worry, there's a whole lot of other shit happening underneath this facade that, uh, that I can't break through to connect with you, women, or intimate partner, on a real emotional level, but just know if I say family first, that means I'm thinking about it. That's such a cop-out. <laughs> How awesome would that be if you're watching like F-11 or F-15 in a few years and all of a sudden in the middle it's like me trying to explain male emotionality <laughs> while Vin Diesel is, I mean, have they gone to outer space yet? It has. That has to be the next step. Also, if you're a hater, if you're a hater who says, "Oh, there's no car racing anymore; it's all like, you know, stunts and bank robberies," well, you know, go read a book or go watch the Harvey Keitel, Holly Hunter movie, *The Piano*, and see if that'll more to your liking. Okay? Now it's getting real macho. But if men, here's the thing: if men, if, the other thing, men. And I'm just, I'm just, you know what it is. It's a beautiful day, sun is shining. I'm having some espresso, as you know. I've made my reality. That's what I wanted to do. I told you I've been tr- for months trying to carve out this Friday, mid morning, midday chunk where I had no obligations, and it's happening. And this is why you're being subjected to this. <laughs> I'm not going to say half-assed. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to. I'm not going to degrade my own perspective and say it's a half baked idea that Fast and Furious is a proxy for male emotion, but also with a bit of a wink and understanding by just saying family first, that it sort of excuses uh, our inability or refusal to engage the world on real emotional terms. That sounded heavy, was it? I'm gonna pause what did I say that it saying family first excuses us from engaging in the world in a real emotional way is that heavy gotta be vulnerable and i swear and men who are vulnerable know this you're the bigger man by doing that the guys who drive the uh morning how are you good good to see you men who drive the A couple in their late 60s, early 70s, that I talk about couple goals. You know what I mean? There's a couple in my neighborhood that's in their 70s or 80s. They walk around nightly, and I live in a fucking old neighborhood. I told you it's the best. It's, it's, it's the best. We're the youngest. We have the smallest house, the least amount of money, and we just see like where we want to be 20, 30, 40 years from now. When you look at a, there's one couple that just like bobbles around the street every night at like 5:30. They each have huge tumblers of Chardonnay, and they're just shit-faced or happy or whatever. It doesn't matter. And then this couple that just went by, they're all about their morning walks, and then they're all about their afternoon runs, and they just are trim and look like they're happy and living the goddamn life. Anyway. Yeah, where was I on Vin Diesel? I-, I thought I'd said something heavy. Oh, here's what I was. I guess what I was thinking is if we men, the men who are vulnerable, much like comics who are vulnerable, you know that the power is in the vulnerability. It might be scary and it might have the people uh, around you pointing and laughing at your penis. Ha dick is so small. Or that embarrassing thing happened to you and you're like, you know what, it did. And I am strong enough. I am secure enough. I am woman enough to be here and own it. And that's that. And you know what? Secretly, they get back into their little hate boxes and say, God, I wish I could do that. And you know what? There's not even a repost. I don't even know if that's the right term. And I, you know, I have to use a word or three each podcast that I'm not sure about the meaning of. I'm not sure if there's a repost or a response. That I want to engage from the woman's side. Well, women, we would be vulnerable if you just shut the, if you just, if you stop doing this or that. Because those aren't my experiences. I don't have experiences that other men apparently have of women trying to control me, make me something that I'm not, change me. Um, I don't. I don't have those experiences, so I can't, I can't speak to them. I have, I've changed tremendously in my relationship, meaning I've fucking grown up because I had a woman who accepted me as I, as I was amazingly and how uh, (laughs) inspired me to be better than I was, but she never once said a thing about it. And I'm, I'm striving each and every day. Ah, fuck you. (laughs) Um, but I, but I don't have the, the riposte, the response to, well, women, you know, if you, cause I don't, I don't have like a laundry list of relationships in which women were trying to, how come we don't work more? How come we don't do this more? How can we do this? And do this? <clears throat> uh, and I've never been afraid of work, ladies, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I bring my hard hat and my lunch, my lunch pail and I'm, I'm going to clock in and I'm going <laughs> to, that's gross. Uh. I don't have those experiences, so I I, I can't speak to them. I, I don't know. I just know that if... You know what? and I know women are as fucked up and flawed as men are. I'm just thinking about this one communication vulnerability piece. I know that maybe I've been the dude sometimes. I maybe had a relationship once or twice where I was the person just like candid with my emotions and that was too much for the other person. Not like... Hey, nice to meet you. Want to get married? But, like, here's what I'm feeling, what's going on. And they were yet unable to process their emotions. Um, So, you know, men, maybe if you're trying to disarm a woman, just fucking tell her the truth. Of course, probably won't make you an Instagram influencer. (laughs) But you maybe have a podcast someday where you sit out on a nice porch. You watch people in their 70s go by and say, that's how I want to be at that age which you know what? Nobody on Instagram does. Speaking of which, if you're not following our new Instagram page, the What's Your Problem show, I know, I know it's a mouthful, but that's where we're posting every Monday and Thursday. We're posting clips. We posted a new one yesterday. Uh, Nick and I amazingly got this little sports riff into the into the clip. I'm not sure that it's super hilarious, but it was funny to us at the time, and Hopefully you'll sense the joy that we have in making that show. The next one is April 23rd. I'm not going to mention it every podcast, I don't think. But I do want it to sell out. I do think it's going to grow because of the social media uh, push that we're putting behind it. We're going to put the whole uh, shows online. So you'll have like three hours of content to watch on YouTube. Uh, And listen to us say stuff that you might in your viewing chair think, wow, I wouldn't have put that online. But we're not going to spend an hour and a half going over each thing we said and bleeping the racist or homophobic or whatever thing we said. And I'm talking specifically about Nick Murphy, not me. (laughs) I'm kidding. We're just going to put him up and let you decide. We report, you decide. And I told you that a good sign... Uh, of the reputation of it in the city was that comics who i don't see hanging out at the club came to the last show it's also one where people uh are hitting me up saying can i get on it how can how can i be on it what's the what's the what's the deal when's the next one i'd love to do it i think i'd be great i'm grateful and you know what i i would love to have a cast of characters as uh as complete, complex, and when I say diverse, I'm not thinking of anything other than perspective, okay? That's what I'm thinking first, perspective, a diversity of perspectives. Um, The list of people that I'm, on my mind exists. The list is short, uh, because I want it to be a certain thing, and not everyone I don't think has the attributes to be on the thing. I'm not sure, well, I do, because it's my, (laughs) I do, but I don't mean that in a, like, judgy way. I just mean, like, I have a vision for it, and a vision who would be great, and there's a list. So, so check out the check out the clips. That's that's the whole point of that, right? There was one other thing about. Uh, I'm gonna pause to think for just a second. What? I'm actually gonna fucking stop and think. No, I'm gonna keep talking and finding pauses reflect on what I wanted to say of significance, people wanting to be on the show. I have a short list. Something more. I guess I am going to pause. Why not? For your sake. Okay, I'm back from my pause. I got another espresso, came back out to the porch, and I'm ready to conclude or continue the podcast at the very least. Trust is the expectation that someone will do what you expect them to do. The higher your trust, the greater your trust in someone or something, the greater your confidence that person, that entity, will do what you expect it to do under certain circumstances. It's simply an expectation. I can trust you. What does that mean? I know you will do what I expect you to do. What does this have to do with anything? Well, when I was walking back out to the Studio Al Natural, the al fresco podcast recording set up for this 24th day of March, George Banks the dog is lying down on the front porch in the sun. And I had in my hand a large container of water, and an espresso. And with those two hands, I, to get to the chair where I'm sitting, I had to step around an obstacle and step in between George Banks, who you imagine is lying down on the floor as if you were looking from above. He looks like a cave painting. And I had to step my foot in between where his chin is and his first arm. He has four arms or four legs. Why are they legs? Why can't they be arms? Dog has four legs. Maybe he has four arms, dude. (laughs) Well, maybe not because (laughs) he runs on them. Good point. Fair enough, taxonomer. But I stepped with two liquids, one of which was exceedingly hot, the other exceedingly cold. Uh, I stepped in between where his chin is, uh, and his first leg. Mindful of the fact also that he's a dog with whisk whiskers that, you know, sometimes they have long ones in the front and I don't want to step on those. And I stepped in between that space. It's really a space big enough for just my foot. And he hardly opened his eyes. That's how much he either trusts me, he expects that I'm going to do him right and not fuck it up and step on his leg or step on his whisker or accidentally kick him or he's saying this is me being my vulnerable self and if you violate that and you don't let me be myself on my own terms that's on you one of those two things so it made me feel good that he's like i'm not i don't need to move dude you got this or if you don't have this that's on you and That really takes me back to what we were talking about earlier, what I was talking about and you were wonderfully listening to, and that is the idea that, okay, so you're going to be vulnerable, man, dude, bro. You're going to be vulnerable, and maybe you get your balls kicked in because of it. Maybe you say, here's what I'm thinking, here's my honest truth, I'm going to talk about my feelings, and then maybe your counterparty, and I'm just saying in this case it's man and woman, maybe she makes you feel worse for it. Maybe the worst thing that can happen to you, happens in that she rejects you and she uh, you know, judges you and pushes you away because of whatever honesty you conveyed. Well, I'll tell you what, that sucks, no doubt. Rejection is about as pure a form of hurt you can experience. However, what you can learn from that situation is there were con- there was conditions on her acceptance of you. She couldn't accept you as you were. And you know what? You'll be better in the long run. I know it hurts now. You never know where this podcast is going to go. <laughs> but I sure do have the confidence to say a lot of goddamn things. Well, you know what? I'm old. I've learned some things. I've gone to school. I know some shit. Listen up. If you take the risk to be vulnerable, talk about your feelings, and that's not what she wants or your your perspective and emotional whatever it is is different than where she wants to meet you then there were parameters on her acceptance of you now that's not to say that she's a bad person she just might be in a certain place where she only had this much room for you right she only she could accommodate this much of you but what you know is it's not going to be unconditional and you have to be a certain way and acting a certain way to fit into her expectations is going to require some emotional labor and gymnastic on your part that you don't want to have to do over the course of a long-term relationship you want to just be yourself as i've said and get someone get just go down to the store and get someone grab one off the shelf uh, get someone find someone who supports you and accepts you as you really are so what is the worst thing that can happen if you're vulnerable with your feelings that you get kicked in the balls, that someone yanks your heart out of your chest, throws it down on the ground, steps on it, and then grabs her dick and goes, ha, ha, fucker, and makes the V and sticks her tongue through it. That's kind of the worst thing that could happen, right? But what do you do? Do you further injure yourself with drugs and alcohol? Or do you go drink a smoothie, take a deep breath? sleep on it. Let that pain tell you something. Let it be a signal to you that you can utilize in whatever way possible. Do you say, okay, sun is shining. The weather is sweet. Are you going to be stronger on the other side of that? Use that signal that I'm not saying is not going to hurt. I'm not saying just move on, bro. Dude, you'll get another one. Just go out there and find one that looks just like her. Well, there are lots of ones that look just like her, but none of them are going to have the same characteristics that made you feel exactly the way you do now. So the old find one that looks like her is not going to hold up, okay? Or find one that looks like him, not going to hold up. Now, you might enjoy it for an afternoon on a beautiful Friday, but it's not going to take it away. You're not, you have to go through the difficult thing. You have to go through the pain. You, have to go, you know what you did? You bombed. You ran your set, and she fucking rejected it out of hand, and you bombed you got to go back to the drawing board. That's okay. Somebody else will quit. Somebody else will say, oh, parking's too hard. I can't get up for that 8 o'clock class. Not you. Why? Because you're not going to get weeded out. The whole system is set up to weed people out and reward the people that stick it out. And in life, in capitalism, in dating, all right, you got to be in it to win it. So stay on the horse, okay? That's what's going to happen if you're vulnerable and it doesn't go your way. She's going to reject you. And then you're going to go cry to your boys. You're going to go cry to other women. And they're going to say, what happened? You're like, I told the truth. And uh, she did not accept that. Again, it's not to put it on her and say she was being judgmental or anything like that. Just you told the truth. People will be like, why'd you do that, bro? Aren't you trying to get laid? No. I get laid, dude. I'm going OnlyFans or whatever it is. All right. But that's the worst that can happen. And for that moment, you were accepted with conditions, and you found out that the conditions don't always hold, lesson learned, better for you in the long run. I am not being that asshole parent, friend, dog who's like, it's okay, you'll get them next time. I'm not dismissing your emotion. All right? Here's what I did realize when I stepped away, what I wanted to say about what's your problem and who's going to be on the show, that sort of thing. I was talking about a diversity of perspective. I never thought about—I know I, I didn't want it to be all men. I, I knew that, obviously. But I never thought about the demographics of the people of the, on the panel. I thought about, first, the funniest people. And, and this is, by the way, not to say diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging. Needs to be intentional. It needs to be structural. It needs to be legislated. It needs to be legislated, okay? Yes, I'm saying it. I'm a fucking hippie. If you don't like it, man in your car, fucking come to What's Your Problem instead of promising me that you're going to come, MAGA man. You told me you are going to be at last two, and you haven't come to either one. I think it should be intentional. What I'm saying is I'm so great and I'm such one of the good ones that I never thought about it other than I wanted a woman on the first one. I just thought about the funniest, realest, most empathetic people I knew and bam, it was Hank, it was Nick, it was Flo, and then it was LaVar after that. I mean, in that same bunch. It's just funny how that works. That does not mean I could just do the same thing every time. And that does not mean that businesses should not be intentional. If you want to be, you know, let's, let's cut to it here, white people. If we want to be inclusive and we want to uh, make amends for what's taking place, We have to give back, (laughs) not give back, like write a check, but like surrender power. That's hard to do. And that's not where I'm going with this podcast. But that's what that's what equity it is, equity is you people who are not like me like this uh, would have been the perfect example. People who are equity is like people who are not like you making laws that affect you and you have to fucking deal with it and we just don't have that as white people in America We don't have to be subjected to some other groups desires I mean other than fucking religious people are legislating away all of our rights and thoughts but you know that's just a bunch of hogwash in a book I was gonna say it was almost perfect timing because this guy came blaring by what to my ear sounded like Cuban music and he almost stopped right in front of my house and while I liked the music, he was subjecting me to something that I didn't ask for, but I would have to sit and take it. And that's how we get back. That's how you're going to get equity. And I don't know that anybody's interested in giving the power back, and that's not what I'm talking about anyway. What am I talking about? I'm talking about I want to get this bit off tonight well enough in the middle of my set so that I can talk about this back half about men need to talk about their feelings more. Why? And they're going to be like, whoa. And you know what? Now that I think of it, I could say, you know how I know this is true? There's at least one man who's listening to me say that right now in the crowd, and they're looking up at me and going, what a pussy. (laughs) I know. It's hard, dude. It's hard. I get it. Uh, That's 30 minutes. How about that? I wasn't even even looking, but I happened to look down to see maybe where I wanted to go next in the podcast. And you've been a wonderful audience. I'm not going to Give you any more. I'm going to. I have a few emails if you want to email the podcast. Yes, Joe Smith at gmail.com. Do that. I will talk about those on Tuesday's podcast. Otherwise, come see me tonight, 8 and 10 30. Follow the What's 8 and ten thirty at the laughing School Lounge, Midtown Atlanta. Buy tickets because they're going to. Those shows always sell out. Um, have a great weekend. Yeah, who cares what I'm doing? Have a great weekend. spend it doing the maximum amount of, spend the bulk of your time if you can doing what most makes you feel like yourself when you're doing this on Wednesday when I had an hour walking around telling jokes to myself you're like that's a good life yeah I know I'm, I'm making my reality bro okay I felt like I was being myself when I was taking material that, I, that exists in this form and pulling it apart, adding things to it, changing it, lengthening it, I was be, thinking about the implications of it, thinking about why am I saying this, digging into it. I was being most like myself. Being alone, self-serving, yeah, totally. My wife was working, my daughter was at school That I paid for. (laughs) So anyway, enough of the self-help stuff. Have a great weekend. I look forward to connecting with you uh, online. (laughs) In person if you're taking me out to lunch and uh, on the podcast when I talk to you on next Tuesday. On Tuesday, have a great weekend. And uh, thank you. Bye.